Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And we are joined. We are joined on the line now by a rep, by the legal representative of uh, former. I don't know if you can say former boxing South Africa CEO, Mr. Moffat Iti. Google uh, to Madlanga is a senior partner from Madlanga and Partners Inc. Agtenis, and he joins us on the line. Mr. Madlanga, good evening uh, from us here on SAFM. Thank you for being able to speak to us tonight. Thank you. Yo, um, I can't remember when we started following this case, but it has been years. Can you just give us clarity firstly, where is this matter right now? Because we've seen that there's an outcome from the Labour Court dated August 2022. Uh, I, I, I tell you, uh, we have been in this roller coaster right, for quite a long time now. It was in 2013, 20 September, and the board of the BSA took a, an irrational decision which was illegal, thereby suspending and dismissing our client, Mr. Kriti. Uh, you will imagine, this is a classical case of Goliath and David, because those who got coffers can litigate forever, which actually defeats the, the whole purpose of the Labor Relations Act. But as we speak now, I can safely say that uh, on the 29th of November 2018, there was an arbitration award in favor of our client. That arbitration award reinstated Mr. Kreiti back to his position as a CEO. It further stated as well that uh, Mr. Kreiti's dismissal was both procedural and substantively unfair because of the decision that was taken by the board. The board didn't correct when he took the decision to suspend, to dismiss Mr. Kate. Thereafter, while we were still engaging the board, the new board of PSA, they filed a review application. The review application was filed on the 1st of February 2019. That review application was further dismissed by Judge Nkut and Kotwana on the 30th of August 2022. And the PSA was ordered to pay with executive costs, including the cost of the review application. On the 11th of November 2022, BSA filed a leave to appeal to the, to the Labor Appeal Court, which was said that dismissed the same application, but it was dismissed. Yesterday, BSA filed a petition petitioning the Labor Appeal Court. That is why I'm saying that is a classical example of uh, storing the Bible of Goliath and David, mm. which actually is the whole purpose of the Labor Relations Act. And uh, I can further state as well that uh, the purpose of the Labor Relations Act is to have the matter dealt with expeditiously, less expensive, knowing very well that the employees are very vulnerable when it comes to labor disputes. And BSA uh, has no legitimate dispute on law. You can imagine the, the inordinate delay in prosecuting the review application and the mirror of decision of the Labor Appeal Court and the Constitutional Court are safe experiences to the, to the delay that has been caused. It means that uh, they are just using the taxpayers' money to delay the, the inevitable at the end of the day because 
we are of the view that, and we remain of the view that there is no other court that can come to another decision except the decision of reinstating Mr. Kate. And 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 we've we've actually been able to get access to that to that judgment from the Labour Court in August, and it seems to be scathing on Boxing South Africa for delaying this process and just their poor handling of this matter. What exactly is is the court not happy with here? When you look at the uh, the way that uh, they have caused the delay in terms of filing the record, it was. Uh, if I can just tell you, when the, 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 on, the 20, on, on 29 November 2018, when the arbitration award was granted, they started delaying the work process between 2019 until last year when the review application was held. And uh, I can also tell you that uh, as the review application, it is where they made the new term. They now wanted the matter to be referred back to the CMA. And so that the whole thing should start de novo, that it should, it should start afresh. That was one of the other things that uh, had caused the judges not to be happy. And uh, there are mirrors of decision when it comes to playing a claim effective before the Labour Court. Remember, Labour Court is a, is, a, is a court of equity. It was uh, meant to assist, in particular, the vulnerable employees after they've been dismissed. And uh, such delays. And there was numerous case law, both in the LAC, also in the Constitutional Court, which actually uh, requires that uh, the, the employers should not use their financial muscle to, to delay the vulnerable employees who are out of work, who are funding the litigation. Uh, uh, this delay is clearly a clear feature that the uh, DSA. Is using financial muscle, is using taxpayers' money to 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 fight the, the inevitable defeat. And it's well, Mr. Kliti, before we go back to the merits of this case, but Mr. Kliti has been out of work basically since 2015 when when he was dismissed. He was suspended in 2013. I mean, how how, how do you how would you say this has affected him, and how has he been uh, during this period? Because it's been it's it's how many years now? It's seven seven years. Yes, uh, Mr. Kriti, uh, I can tell you now. Uh, you are financing the litigation during the discipline hearing, but uh, yes, all all his resources have uh, depleted now in terms of uh, uh, litigation. You are handling the matter now on a contingency basis. And and I mentioned that we did manage to get a copy of the ruling from the Labour Court, which says, which in part of it says, having perused the record of the arbitration proceedings and the well-reasoned award, I'm also convinced that BSA has no reasonable prospects of success. In my view, the review application is nothing but a mere appeal. So, so from your side, you think that these are delaying tactics just from Boxing South Africa because they can't get away with this? They can't get away with this. Remember, before before they filed the petition to LAC, we were engaging them on a settlement of the matter. We have never thought that uh, they will file the petition. But uh, it is clear from the letter we wrote to them, and then we advised them that upon expiry of uh, seven days or nine days, Mr. Priti will present himself for work 
it was then that they quickly filed the the the, the petition. Every time we, we were successful, immediately we mentioned to them that uh, Mr. Kutch would present for himself for work. They, they filed another, uh, they filed either your, your leave to appeal, mm. they filed everything, they do everything that is necessary to avoid him coming back to work. And uh, we all view that this matter has got the potential of being settled. We have, we have made proposals to them on how this matter can be settled. But uh, seemingly they prefer that uh, court can uh, be the final arbiter when it comes to these matters. And I remember when we spoke to Mr. Kriti, I think it was back in 2018 when the award came out from the CCMA that he must actually go back to work. And he was actually driving when we were speaking to him to Johannesburg to come back to work. And he was saying, I don't even know the address. They haven't even given me the address of where I should go. But I'm told that I must report for work. And then when he reported for work, I think he was told that they are appealing. He must go back home. During this period then, since 2018, Mr. Madlanga, has he been remunerated in any way? And what did that outcome of 2018 say about remuneration? Uh, I'll talk in my head. I remember there was about a, a remuneration of about 3.7 million that was awarded to Mr. Kriti. We wrote a letter again to BSA, requested them at least to keep that money in the trust account, and that money would be now incurring interest. And if we were talking to settlement, that would be the basis for settlement because there was a financial award that was granted by the arbitrator, who was about 2.7 million. And they refused to do that. They've never put that money in 2018 in the trust account so that that money should be incurred in trust. So that should, we, 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 we engage in, in, in negotiations. At least there is a buffer of where we start the negotiations. But BSA, did not do that. And this 3.7 million, from, for which period was it for? It was from uh, 2015 to 2018. Mm. So, so does it mean then, as since he was reinstated uh, after winning the case from 2018 and 20 to 2022, up until now, that sh- there should also be remuneration for him? There should be, remuner- there should be remuneration for him. And, and what we want also. Yes, and, and clearly he hasn't received any of it. He has not received anything. So you say that you you would accept a settlement from Boxing South Africa but because it clearly doesn't look like from what the court has said they have any chance of winning this case. And what has the response been from Boxing South Africa about a possible settlement? Uh, you, you you remember that uh, sometimes settlement are uh, on the I'm not allowed to put them on record. Mm. But uh, I can say it's been a fourth and back. Uh, they have not come in with a reasonable settlement. They are only insulting our clients. Whatever they've been proposing, those are insults. Those are peanuts. That's not the money or settlement that can uh, uh, have uh, a proper recourse to what the client has been uh, uh, fighting for for these years. Mm. So there is a willingness to settle, but according to their terms, from what you are saying? Yes, according to their terms. Which is obviously what you're not accepting at the moment. Yes, of course. And and with Mr. Kriti, is he still interested in getting his job back or is he just focused on the settlement now after everything that's happened over the past seven? You can even go back to the past nine years. Look, look, our clients have 
skills and capacities and is one of the experienced uh, 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 CEOs and uh, he has been the one that has uh, grown up in the sporting fraternity. We of the view that, and uh, we of the view that he can bring some paradigm shift on the sporting fraternity, in particular PSA. He can still occupy that position. We we open, we open. If it's financial, our client will accept it. But if he has to come back, um, hundred percent, our client will will come back to 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 his position. In fact, it is his position as we speak. Yeah, and he actually seemed to, to, to be keen when we spoke to him back in 2018 to resume his job. That's why he actually drove from the Eastern Cape, saying he's driving to Joburg at the time. So if he does get his job back, um, but is there still an obligation to back pay him all the his salary, basically, that he's lost over the past seven years? Yes, of course. We are here in this concert because of the SA and the new board who will take care the fight of the previous board instead of resolving this matter amicably without... Uh, having to, to, to waste taxpayers' uh, money. Because uh, this thing has been resolved a long time ago. Mm. And, and by the way, uh, to those listening, we are speaking to Mr. Gugule Tumadlanga, who is a legal representative of uh, the Boxing South Africa's uh, former, I don't know if it's a former CEO because he was reinstated in uh, 2018, which ex- actually, folks, explains the reason why we've had an interim CEO in Boxing South Africa all these years because of this legal matter, because clearly Mr. Mofakliti is the rightful CEO. So that's why Boxing South Africa has not been able to appoint a permanent CEO. Am I correct to say that, Mr. Madlanga? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah, you are And you mentioned the new board. Um, do you get a sense that also the new board is still fighting this case, even though they were not there when it when it started? Uh, similarly, they are still uh, held bent that um, the position not occupy this position as CEO. Uh, let alone that the Department of Sport is aware of this case, and uh, I'm not sure at this stage whether. The department has actually given the board a uh, go-ahead to, to to not to settle the matter because uh, I understand that uh, it is the board that reports to the department and then uh, also report about the contingencies of of this case. The last time when I checked, they reported about 8.9 million, which was the contingent for this case in Parliament last year. And uh, similarly, the Department of Sport will be well aware that there is this case. That is not resolved or settled. I think the, the, the Department of Sport, as a shareholder, should also take uh, a swipe on this matter. And 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 it, in your interactions with the new board, what what sense do you get? Are they are they, are they better than the old board regarding this matter? Like you're saying, are they just hell bent on also fighting this matter up until the end? I think they are better than the old board. At least the old board had, uh, while the matter was proceeding, they gained some carrot, but it was not uh, uh, lucrative then. Mm. This one has been fighting all the way. Mm. So what happens now? What is your other form of recourse now if they are not willing to settle with your client? We have no other option, but we will respond to the petition. And then uh, if you have to go to court, you're going to court. But uh, we will uh, will be advising clients about other uh, damages claim that the client can uh, pursue against PSA. Mm. 
In fact, we will insist on the punitive court order just, uh, against the, the BSA, the chairperson of the board, and the employees who are culprits in this matter. Because this matter, I might view that if it was a private company and it was something happened to you were paying using your own money, it would have been set a long time. But because people are using the state money and they are being Goliath in this matter, they, they will not uh, resolve this matter at all. It's a matter that they're not, they're not even setting a precedent legally because there's no legal, even if the, our client loses, let's say that our client loses, mm. there's nothing that's going to change even in the act. There's no precedent that uh, will be there in the labor court because uh, there is no, their claim is based just on the metrics of what happened then and then and then. There's nothing that is new. And, and would you agree, Mr. Zanga, I'm not sure if this is for you to, to, to answer, but would you agree that maybe this money that Boxing South Africa is using to fight this case for years, now seven years we've counting, could have been used better to just help improve the sport and then the development of boxers and what we've been crying about as the boxing community? Definitely, that money would have gone to, to build a boxer instead of having to have this fight. In fact, they're killing the sport. Okay, let's leave it there, Mr. Guguletu Majlanga, but thanks for the clarity there. Khadebe, somebody says, oh, Songhezo, oh, Songhezo says Majlanga is a Khadebe, Songhezo is a host here on SAFM uh, Spot On, so he's happy to hear you on the radio. But thanks for speaking to us and thanks for giving us clarity on this matter. We do hope that it will be sorted out very soon for the sake of uh, boxing in South Africa so that we can move on and finally we can have a permanent CEO as far as boxing South Africa is concerned. Thank you, Mr. Majlanga. Okay, thank you. He's a senior partner from Malanga and Partners Inc. Attorneys. Guys, we have been, we were not even on SAFM when this case started, actually. We were on another radio station, um, and it was clear from the time um, that when the CCMA um, made the ruling that he needs to report back to work. And um, since 2018, then, he hasn't been able to go back to wait. To work and if you count now how much money because the legal representative says that between 2015 you remember he was suspended in 2013 and then he was dismissed in 2015 and then he won the case in 2018 and the ruling said that he needs to be back paid from 2015 to 2018 and that was 3.7 million rand now four years later 2018 to 2022 he also needs to be back paid uh, for for those years because he was supposed to be at work he was supposed to be working he was supposed to be earning a salary mr moffett so how much are we talking about here and how long is this matter gonna go on for we really hope that they can find each other especially with the new board where there's been a lot of positivity since the new board uh, took over and we thought this was one of the pressing matters that they would be able to attend to and uh the side of Mr. Clitty is willing to reach a settlement, uh, but they clearly don't agree with what's being proposed or put on the table by Boxing South Africa. So we uh, really hope that they will somehow find each other. Oh, Mr. Clitty will then resume his job. And you've got to fill for the man seven years out of work. I mean, in this tough economic times, how do you make ends meet if, if you are not working and you're being basically being denied an opportunity uh, to be working here and you're not even paid your salary that was due to you. So yeah, it is a mess. It is a mess at, 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 at the moment. And I 
just think we need stability in the CEO's office when it comes to boxing South Africa. It's a very critical position. It's a very critical office with a lot of work that, that must be done. We've seen recently with the interim CEO, Mr. Eric Sitole, who's also been going around the country trying to do as much as he can. But there is just no stability at the moment because there's no permanent CEO. He was in charge for three months and then it was extended, I think, to a year. Uh, but we need stability in this position. So we do hope that it is sorted out for the benefit of the sport, for the benefit of our boxers also.